Hey, thank you for tuning into another episode of Keys, Please. Keys, Please podcast is a podcast where I provoke positive change in others through my life lessons. Because of the heartache and the pain of these life lessons, I had to stop and ask myself, where is it that I'm going and what is it that I want to do on my journey? You can find me on Facebook as K-E-E-R-E-I-D. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram as M-R-S-K underscore R-E-I-D. I need y'all, y'all need me, and together we're going to make this podcast a big hit. So let's sit back and enjoy the ride. Hey. Hey y'all, what's going on, what's going on? This is your girl Key. Happy Thursday. I hope everybody has had a good week. Me, on the other hand, it has been one of those weeks where it was just like, Oh, God, I'll be glad when it's over. But you know what? I'm making it through. I'm waking up every day. My family is waking up every day. We're sleeping peacefully at night. So, for real, for real, I got more blessings than I have heartaches. So, thank you for tuning in. And you know what? I've just been thinking lately about self-control. And it seems like the scenarios that or the situations that I've been finding myself in I had to have a lot of self-control because I could have lost my job. I could have lost a lot of things had I not had self-control. So me being the person that I am doing the research that I do, I decided, I said, you know what, let me find some quotes and some things that's going to help me get back to my core. Because, you know, this is life and people say things People do things and at times we take it and internalize it. I know I do. Then I had to come to the realization that at the end of the day, I'm not taking on nobody's burdens. I'm not taking on nobody's attitude. I'm not taking on nobody's behavior because it doesn't belong to me. So Eleanor Roosevelt have wrote this quote in his states, to handle yourself, use your head, to handle others, use your heart. I had to let that sink in for a minute because I was like, to handle others, use your heart. To handle others, use your heart. To handle others, use your heart. But what if I don't want my heart to be broken? What if I don't want to be upset? What if I don't want to allow anybody to get that close to the point where my heart would be broken or they would make me upset or they would disappoint me? So I've been dealing with that just thinking all week. To handle yourself, use your head. I got that part down packed. Everything I do in life, I'm a thinker, so I think everything through. But to handle others, use my heart, that means I got to become vulnerable. I got to put myself in situations where I could possibly get my feelings hurt. So that one I wasn't really too fond of, (laughs) to be honest with you. But it was just like... All right, keep on scrolling. So I found another one and it says self-control is the chief element in self-respect and self-respect is the chief element in courage, source unknown. So I'm like, all right, I can I can rock with that one. <laughs> that one's talking my language because I ain't got to handle others with my heart. <laughs> That's one thing. So self-control. The definition of self-control is the ability to control oneself in a particular emotion and in particular one's emotions, desires, or the expression of them and one's behavior, especially in a difficult situation. So to sum that all up is basically to be able to control yourself, especially when you're faced with 
some real heavy stuff when you're in a difficult situation. And I just was thinking like, dag, had, like I said, had I not had self-control this past week, my life could have been different this week. And it's like a trickle down effect because what we do in one day can definitely hinder us or it can propel us. But it's all up to us. It's us to it's up to us to make a change, to make a choice as to where we see ourselves and where we want to go. So I was like, all right, you got this degree, you got the psychology degree and you understand behavioral health. So it's like, why are you even allowing people to get under your skin? You have been trained to watch behaviors, Kendra. And this is me talking to me. You have been trained to watch people's behaviors and to connect it all to what's going on internally and mentally. Because I am aware that what we think of, what we what we think of, we feel. And what we feel, we act on. It's called cognitive thinking. We get an idea. That idea makes us feel some type of way and it ignites our emotions. And then from our emotions, we act on that and it shows in our behavior. So if I get an idea like, oh, something something is going to happen to a family member of mine, my, my heart might start racing. I might start feeling a little panicky, jittery, anxious, can't sit down, can't, you know, I'm pacing back and forth trying to get myself together. And my behavior would be to do what? To call, to, to act real paranoid, to make sure that the family members are okay. Does that make sense? So with that in mind, I had to do my own research. I pulled out my psychology 101 book and it had broke down the basic emotions from many different psychologists. But the one that stuck out to me the most was the one from Paul Ekman, where he said the basic emotions are surprise, happiness, anger, fear, disgust, and sadness. And these are considered basic emotions because they're shared by all humans. So that was like, all right, so that means if somebody offended me and I'm feeling some type of way, that means nine times out of 10, that person was offended. That person had a thought. That person was going through whatever he or she was going through. And then guess what? It gave it to me. Because in all reality, they didn't even want to have that discomfort or that dis-ease in their body. So what did they do? They gave it to somebody who, who is not connected to them. And that's why sometimes with this counseling, it's so much wiser to go to counseling with people that you don't know or find you a counselor with somebody that you, you know, that you don't know, because it's so much easier as humans for us to give our problems to somebody else. Number one, we ain't got to deal with it. And number two, we swear that everybody can fix our problems, but us knowing deep down inside, we already know how to fix our problems. So I had to stop and examine where I was. And I had to make up in my mind that I had to be more conscious about my thoughts and my emotions. Now, that's hard, especially if you have not trained yourself to do that. That's a hard thing to be consciously aware of my thoughts and my emotions. That means I had to stop and sit in all of my basic emotions. But more so, I was angry, uh, fearful, disgusted, and sad all at the same time. 
And when we get those emotions and when they over overwhelm us like that at times, if you don't know what to do with those emotions, guess what? Your behavior is going to be some negative type of behavior. Either you're going to indulge in something that you don't need to be indulged in. You're going to say something that, that you don't mean. It's just that you're mad at the moment or you're feeling some type of way. And now you're just giving it out to everybody else. And nobody wants to be um, a victim of uh, verbal abuse. Nobody wants to be a victim of physical physical abuse. But that's what we do as humans at, at times because we are so uncomfortable with the discomfort of how we're feeling and how vulnerable our feelings make us feel at times that we'd rather just give it to somebody else because we don't want to deal with it. So I'm going to send that suggestion to everyone. Make sure whenever you're mad or you're feeling yourself going through some difficult situations, take some time to yourself to cry, to shout, scream, laugh, do whatever you got to do to get those emotions flowing out of your body. Whether you got to work out to get that energy out or whatever you got to do, do what you got to do and then make up in your mind that you're going to be more conscious about your thoughts and your emotions. Because I can't change the fact that I think the way that I do and I move the way that I do. Like, I can't change the fact that somebody else can't think and operate that way. The same way as me. That's what I meant to say. So I had to, I had to ask myself, like, by me being mad, fearful, disgusted, and sad all at the same time, how was that serving me in my life at that moment? What was I getting from that? What did I get from feeling that way? Like, how was that going to get me to the next stages of my life? What lessons did I need to learn or what lesson was I learning at that moment that I was trying to ignore? So how was that serving me? How was this going to serve me in my everyday life? As stated before, we can make some good and some bad decisions. It's all up to us. One good decision can make... The next couple of days of our lives or the next few years of our lives, the best. And one bad decision can do the same thing. It's completely up to us. Make sure you know what your triggers are. What you think, I cannot express this enough. What we think about is what triggers us. Like once you put all of that together, I get a, I get an idea or a thought and that thought makes me feel some type of way. And then from that thought, I'm reacting. I'm behaving in a way where it could be good or it could be bad. But at the end of the day, I had to remind myself, nobody should have the power to alter my mood, my decisions, or my reactions. I have the power and all of the power to control myself and myself only nobody like you know like I said somebody people people does stuff and it seems like people do a lot of stuff when we least expect it to happen like we can be on guard every day all day and you know we can control ourselves but it might just be that one person that cut in front of you that almost rang you off the road and now you <laughs> you start thinking like oh my god they could have killed me or they could have messed my car up or I could have been late to work and then from that behavior, you slamming on the brakes or you cussing and you fussing and you putting your fingers and stuff up because it's like, you know, people do stuff and it's outside forces. And I'm not saying that we are in control of what everybody else is doing, but 
100% sure we are only in control of what we're doing. And nobody should have that power to change your emotion, to trigger your emotions, to trigger any thoughts or anything. If you find yourself in a situation where people are triggering you and bringing back certain ideas and thoughts and emotions, then you might need to heal in that area because what needs to be healed in us Trust and believe life will make sure it gets back to us. So I know every now and again, I feel like if I can't control myself, then how, then maybe I can control my husband. Maybe I can control the kids that, that ain't going to work. I can't control them. They're all humans. I can ask them to do stuff or tell them to do stuff. But at the end of the day, they have choices too. We don't want to get to a point in life where we're trying to control everybody because then that would show or that would reflect the fact that we are afraid of something and the way that we try to become unafraid is by trying to control and make everything our little puppets so that we could be we could feel a little bit better about ourselves or about our lives don't don't get in that phase where you want to control people because you are afraid of something. Whatever you are afraid of, face that thing. Self-control allows you to hear and see things from a different perspective. Like I said, we're all human. I know I am. Um, things catch us off guard. But I can say having self-control has always helped me hear what the underlining things are being said when people are talking. And I see things from a different perspective. I am a natural people watcher. I can sit in a mall and just watch people and figure out their whole life just from my thoughts. Because that's just something that I can do. Now, people can call it whatever else they want to call it. I call it people watching. Being nosy, you call it whatever you want. To me, it's called people watching. And when you just sit back and allow a person to talk, you'll figure out eventually what they really trying to tell you. And if you sit back and you just watch their movement, you'll figure out exactly what they're trying to tell you. I don't know why we want to move so quick ahead of the game or we want to jump so quick ahead of somebody else and be questioning and asking 50,000 questions when all we need to do sometimes is to sit back and shut up. That's it. So we need to make better choices. Having self-control allows you to make better choices. It reveals to you who people really are. You navigate better in life. And it helps you to think with a clear mind and not your emotions. I do not like being around emotional people because when their life goes a little different than expected, they want to play, woe is me, this, this victim stuff. I'm not about that life. Like, I'm not wired like that. Things happen to me all the time. But I'm not going to sit. It may take me a couple of hours to get myself together. But after those couple of hours, my mind is already in program mode where I'm trying to think of the next step. How can I make sure that that situation don't happen again? Or how can I make it better? Like my mind is just constantly thinking of the next step. So I just personally don't like being around too many emotional people. That's just not my forte, you know. And remember that your emotions are fickle. They change, 
You cannot rely on your emotion, on your emotions and they cannot be trusted. One minute you like your spouse, the next minute you love your spouse, the next minute you in love with your spouse, the next minute your spouse done made you mad. These are all natural human emotions. But I just said all of that because just, just to prove to everyone that your emotions are fickle, you never ride with your emotions. Never ride with your emotions because your emotions are messing around. Have you somewhere doing some stuff you ain't supposed to be doing? That's why it's okay to sit back and chill out, get your thoughts in perspective. If you need to sleep on the situation, get yourself some sleep and wake up with a clear mind. And then you can handle the situation from a better perspective. Self-control will have you looking real honorable than someone who has no self-control. People make they self look like a straight butt all the time just from having no self-control. I, for the life of me, just don't understand why people allow other people to get them out of their full character. Their full character over some nonsense. And then you'd be like, oh, I thought such and such was better than that. I thought she, I thought he or she was, had they hit on straight, they was more sophisticated. And, you know, people get to judging you and stuff, but you just had a moment. I get it. But at the end of the day, have more self-control than the lack thereof. Like I said, if you're going through some things where situations is real heavy on you, stop and don't make any decisions. Don't move off of your emotions. Take a breather. Get your mind right. Identify where these emotions are coming from. And Oprah always says it. This is my favorite, favorite quote from Oprah. All is well and all will be well, no matter what. All is well and all will be well, no matter what. Regardless of what you're facing right now, regardless of how hard life is is hitting you or despite everything that you might be going through, God is with you through the process. It's going to be all right because all is well and all will be well no matter what. And that's from Oprah Winfrey. So I want you to declare who you are, affirm who you are, stand in it, breathe it, and live it. And God willing, y'all will hear from me next week. And guess what? Next week is your girl's birthday. I am grateful to be able to have seen yet another year. And I'm going to be, next week's episode is going to be the rundown of my year being uh, a 30-year-old. <laughs> So I'm just going to reflect back from March of last year to March of this year. And I'm going to go month by month as to what I experienced and what lessons I've learned. Because guess what? Every new year of your life, you have to look back and see how far you've come, what you've endured, where you, uh, the issues that you've, uh, that you've made it through, and learn your lessons learned. And at the end of the day, never forget to tell you. Jesus, thank you. Because without him, there will be none of us. All right, y'all. Have a good weekend. Bye.